0: Hey guys, uh, it's Chris and Kent back for episode number 23 of Kenter at Your Own Risk. Um, We're in July of 2021. This is kind of like our June to July episode. Uh, How are you doing, Kent?
1: I'm doing good, and I'm really just going to start right off topic. When you said, hey, we're back. I, I thought of this past Saturday. I was I went to Saratoga because I, I got a new Xbox Series X. Oh, nice! And on Route Twenty Nine, went past this one place. I don't know what the fuck it was, and they had like this digital sign, and I saw Backstreet Boys, New Kids on the Block, and In Sync, and apparently they're doing like a boy band brunch. And when you said back, I was thinking everybody Backstreet's back. Anyway, Saratoga boy band brunch that
0: is pretty fucking awesome you know if I was up there I would actually go to see it I'm not gonna lie like there are certain songs that each of those groups did that are fucking guilty pleasures Um, I don't know about you like I can't speak for, for up there but it feels to me like down here we're relatively getting back to normal I want to say
1: yeah I, I think there's really not a whole lot you know it it it, feel, it feels pretty goddamn normal at this point in time. I mean as as normal as it's gonna be for
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah. I still see people out in masks like because we'd have a huge I don't know about up there, but we have a huge like anti vaxxing uh population down here. So I mean I don't I don't know if that's gonna be the new normal forever or not, but I mean it feels much closer to like twenty nineteen than twenty twenty.
1: Yeah, man, you know, like in in five years we're gonna look back and like think like how weird that like just twenty twenty in in and of itself just fucking was. <laughs> I, I have
0: a feeling in five years we're gonna be like, oh man, if only if only COVID twenty seven was like as bad as like was as good as COVID twenty nineteen was. This is so much worse.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for the uh, influx of terribly made films about it. Yeah. And the love stories that will come from it.
0: So, outside of that, I've been working a lot lately. I, um... Because we weren't going to be traveling much, because, you know, we still didn't know what the rest of the year was going to look like from, like, a a health and standout and all that stuff. Like, I I know you still need to take tests before you can take uh, plane rides and shit. Um... I sold back a bunch of my vacation, paid off like a credit card, and I bought myself a brand new laptop that, like, completely puts my desktop to shame. So, I've been like, ignoring a lot of, like, my secondary stuff, like my blog and just, like, playing
1: video games, straight up. (laughs) Dude, nothing wrong with that, because (laughs) I mean, like I said, I got a new Xbox, man. Like, it it was like Perfect timing for me because my Xbox One, uh, like S, so yeah. the second one, uh, it it just was starting to really perform slowly with a lot of newer games that were like still compatible but <laughs> not optimized type thing. Gotcha, gotcha. And yeah, I got I got very lucky, so I'm I'm happy with that. I'm happy you got a new laptop. Uh, everything's good. Except for the heat. I'm sick of the heat already.
0: I, I don't blame you. I, I hate when I go to work and I start off like the beginning of the night with like all the physical activity I'll be doing for the night and I'm sweating. And then I just sit there for the next 10-11 hours and just marinate. But um, I would much rather be sweaty and hot than fucking cold. I can't stand the cold. I can't deal with it anymore.
1: I'm a fat fuck, dude. I, I love the cold. I, I yeah, I don't well, know. Just used like to it. it.
0: It gets down to like fifty here, and I've got like sweater, fucking pants, long sleeve shirt on underneath, wearing a jacket at work. So yeah, I can't fucking stand it. Anyways, though, anyways, <laughs> yeah. Um. So this uh, month we decided to do our top five. Uh, Remakes. I think we might have said remakes, reboots, but I think looking through it, we didn't see a lot of reboots either way. So we were going to do the top five remakes, top top five best remakes, top five worst remakes, and then we'll take a little break and do uh, five movies that we think are due for a remake.
1: Yeah, and honestly, I wouldn't mind touching on the reboots. It's just a really short conversation, since I, I think we did kind of bring it up in the last podcast. I, I promise you, it really is kind of a very short list.
0: Uh, it's Sometimes it's hard to see what's supposed to be a reboot and a sequel.
1: So how about we actually... Uh, all right, so this is what my understanding was, because I, I made sure, like, kind of look this up today. I was like... Because I was like, eh, how? what's this qualify for versus this and basically what I got was reboot is when you take it basically has to involve a franchise if it doesn't have a franchise it's a remake if it involves a franchise it's a reboot that was the simplistic way of describing it
0: oh okay yeah I could see that being easily defined definition I don't know if I would necessarily agree with that though
1: I'm not saying I agree with yeah. it. It was just the easiest way for me to do my goddamn list. <laughs> okay. So, those were the rules I followed. You may follow different rules, and that's fine. I'm just... that That's the only way I could make my list work.
0: That sounds good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, all right. So, we're going to just start it off with top five. Do you want to go, or do you want me to go? For- uh
1: you go ahead, cause I, you know, you know already. But I, I did keep it a lot smaller than past few. Yeah, podcasts. yeah.
0: I, I this this month, I was like, I'm going to do what we said we were going to do, and I only picked five. I, I didn't. I, I didn't ha- do. I didn't do, like, reasonable decisions. I just, I was like, go, go go with it. I think that the top two are, just fucking real easy and. There's a whole bunch that could vie for three, four, five. All right. Right. So my number five for the best horror movie remakes, I picked Fright Night. And um, I did that because I really enjoyed... Like, I I, I like the 1980s Fright Night, too. Like, don't get me wrong. That that one, uh, still, it's not like some of these movies we will well, we'll be making a list where like the remake is an obvious improvement over a shitty movie in the first place or vice versa. The remake is a shitty version of a better previous movie, but like, I just think they really captured a cool tone in it. Like the, the dying of the suburb, you know, and, uh, add in the, uh, and the dissolution of the nuclear family and then add a vampire in on top of that. And it wasn't, like, necessarily super gory like um, 30 Days of Night, but it wasn't, you know, like Twilight vampires or, you know, like Blade kind of vampires where they're glamorized going in on top of it. I love Anton Yelchin. Uh, I love David Tennant. And I was really impressed with uh, Colin Farrell. Is, you know he came out really strong out of the gate with a whole bunch of performances early on, and then like he hit a bunch of shit in the middle of his career where I was like, I'm not really impressed. But I think he's uh, he's nailed it, kind of not playing the pretty boy anymore. I don't know if you agree with that or not, but
1: I, you know, ever since I I, I didn't really like Colin Farrell for a while, but seven psychopaths came along and just changed everything for me so yeah i'm on board with him and it was you know i, I was re- reading up today and i came across fright night and i was like oh shit antonio like i i really liked him
0: i liked almost every single thing he did even when the movie wasn't great like i i liked the book of um shit what the hell was the dean Koontz one that he did where he could see the, the dead people. And he would uh, like help the cops solve crimes.
1: I don't know.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll look it up in just a second. But yeah, like even when it wasn't like a great movie, he was a he had good performances in it.
1: Yeah, I I, I don't know, I just really liked him. Um I liked him in Green Room. That's yeah. the movie. Yeah, you know, we never really talk about it, but I liked him in that. I actually really liked him in a movie called Hearts in Atlantis, which is based on Stephen King's story mm-hmm. with Ho- uh, Anthony Hopkins in it. Really? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I've always just kind of enjoyed him, even though, I don't know. I feel like he was a little bit under the radar in some ways.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, oh, Odd Thomas was the one I was trying to think of. Yeah. He's, I, I mean, I don't even know if he's under the radar. I just think he doesn't get enough recognition and, you know, unfortunately, he he won't anymore. But, like, you talk to, to everybody who worked with him, and they're like, yeah, this guy was really talented. You know, he was a nice guy, you know, genuinely nice person. So,
1: I will say I did not care for Odd Thomas, in which he was the star as Odd Thomas.
0: Yeah, that's, that's what I was saying. You know, like, I liked him in that. I just didn't think it was a very good movie.
1: Yeah, I did really like, and I don't know, a little bit of shame is washing over me at the moment, but Dying of the Light, because Nick Cage was doing Nick Cage shit, and (laughs) yeah, good time.
0: Yep. All right, moving on. My number four. uh, I could see this being debatable for some people, but um, Bram Stoker's Stoker's Dracula. Like... I, uh, I really, there's a, there's like a couple people that stand out as being anachronisms in it, mainly Keanu, um, as Jonathan Harker, but, um, like Gary Oldman, uh, Anthony Hopkins, uh, Lucy Frost, you know, like there was just like a lot of really good things to like fucking Francis Ford Coppola went over the top in a, a bunch of, like, the early stuff, like like the scene where he has Gary Oldman dressed up in, like, the, the red armor, and he's, like, uh, cursing God out after uh, his wife dies. Um, I liked, like, the, a lot of the makeup choices between, you know, like, old Dracula, the Wolfman, uh, the Bat kind of thing. Um, and overall, it's a pretty accurate to book Version of Dracula. Um, I mean, you, there'll be people who will argue like Frank Langella, the nineteen seventy nine was was better. People who will argue about Christopher Lee, but you know, as, as iconic as like Bella Lugosi's performance is, I just don't think it's like a great horror movie, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, I and I mean, here, here's here's I'm gonna make two points. One, just for comedy's sake, I do have a list called Shitty Ones, and that movie is on that list, because I was not a fan of that movie. Um, and I just thought it was funny that the name of my, that list was Shitty Ones. Uh, secondly, you know, I'm now just realizing, could Blackula have counted as a remake of Dracula? I... think like, I'm torn on that one.
0: I, I, I don't think so, just because... Like,
1: it doesn't really follow the
0: story. Yeah, like a remake would, you know, he would be Count Dracula and he would just be black, but he's an actual different person.
1: All right. All right. Well, I left Blackula off my list anyways, but now I was like, damn it. Maybe I missed an opportunity, but no, I I feel okay that I didn't.
0: Okay. All right. My number three, I have uh, The Crazies. I really, really like the remake of that. Uh Um, I don't know if you're going to necessarily call it a zombie movie, but I think it's one of my top non-zombie, zombie movies, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, it's uh, an outbreak. I don't even want to say outbreak, but yeah, it's that st- type of movie.
0: Yeah. Where
1: people uh, are I, infected I just, in some way.
0: I like the the performances. I like the set pieces. It's kind of nihilistic at the end. You know, It, it gives you that false hope right before you see the credits start rolling. I don't know. I mean, I I just, I don't know if I could, I mean, I could gush more, but I think we've talked about it to death a couple times already, so.
1: Have you ever seen the original to it? Uh, I have,
0: but to tell you the truth, I don't remember it.
1: I own it, and I don't, I still don't think I've watched, I think I started watching it, but I don't think I've seen it all. Uh, That was actually kind of a dilemma I had for a lot of these things on my list was that I wasn't sure how many of the originals I had seen. Not that it mattered too much, but it, you know, it's nice to have seen the original to kind of compare and contrast. Mm-hmm. Um, and once again, not to gush, but God damn it. Bring me sunshine by Willie Nelson in the ending credits is just absolutely delightful.
0: Yeah yeah no i I really liked it. It was good.
1: I also have a feeling that our top three are gonna be all the same.
0: Uh, probably <laughs> <laughs> all right my my number two's gotta to go to the fly.
1: I'm even more confident now.
0: <laughs> it's just like it's uh it's creepy, it's gross, it's scary. And that's, I mean, it's, they're sexy. It's sexy too. I mean, it's weird that you can have a movie about a guy turning into a fly where it's both sexy and like completely disgusting at different points. Um, but I mean, if you just like this is one where like you look at the nineteen fifties version, and you're just like, I I get what they were trying to do and the budget that they had to do it with, but it's it's not scary. You know, it's just, it's not. That's special effects. It's not Cronenberg,
1: man. Like fucking Cronenberg, yo, got his hands on this and just did what Cronenberg does. Yep. Uh, Yeah. No, it's 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 an absolutely wonderful. uh, It's actually one of my favorite horror films that I do not own in any capacity whatsoever.
0: And you know, the top. I, I say my top. My number one for me. Can't.
1: Is it, uh, I ain't going with him. I ain't going with Windows? Was it? The, the line from the thing, I ain't going with him. I ain't going with Windows.
0: Yep. It's the thing. <laughs> I just, I don't, it's like such a good horror movie. It's such a good Carpenter movie. And then you look at the original and you're like, how the fuck did he get like the body horror? Out of like a, a Frankenstein type looking creature, I don't. It's just I don't. It's it's still held up today as like a master of special effects, practical effects, and just like creature design. So I I don't know what, what more needs to be said. Like I love Kurt Russell, I love Keith David. You know the cast is great. The Wilfred Brimley man. Wilford, yeah, I mean, and then and- it leaves you. Uncertain at the end of like what's actually going on, although you you know everybody's dying, but you're like, who's infected, who's not infected? The the game actually answered that, so that was cool.
1: Wait, did the game answer that it was in fact Heath David that was infected at the end? Because it did,
0: because was- you find um, what's his face's body okay. by himself at the uh, frozen.
1: because the, because there's oh just a little slight clue in the actual film, but it's so subtle that I I didn't fucking pick up on it. I had to read about it. You have to watch his uh, breath. Watch Keith David's breaths and there you go. Uh, And unfortunately, they made that prequel that was... God, I did not like that prequel that they made.
0: Yeah, I... see. I think that would have been an attempt to not necessarily be a reboot, but to reboot this series.
1: Had it been successful, I could have seen them trying to remake the thing which they called it the thing which just terrible like add a little something at the end of the title to differentiate please you
0: know it probably would have been better if you had like not said that it was a thing prequel and then let people find out then it might have succeeded but you know sometimes you set expectations too high
1: yeah in that case it was way too high for me Uh, yeah
0: all right, do you want to go into your top 5 or do you want me to go into my my minus 5?
1: Yeah, I'll go into my my top stuff.
0: I mean, I think it's going to be relatively quick considering.
1: Um yeah. well, I I'm going to do do the quick honor honor mention and <laughs> uh, uh, Yeah. Quick. <laughs> no, I, my my honor mention is not too bad. Um, we are what we are. Uh I don't really have much to say about it. Prom Night was enjoyably stupid, but the first one was also enjoyably stupid, so whatever. Um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, I remember really liking it, but I didn't have enough to say to actually have it higher. Um, Same goes for Cape Fear. I saw that when it first kind of came out, and I haven't watched it since. I remember it being cool. Like I remember De Niro being awesome, but (laughs) I just can't add to it. So... There's that little layer. Then I have a layer of five others. Um, sorority row. Ro- God damn, I can't say that. Sorority row. Um, I think it was based off like a '80s, like early '80s film. Um, and then the re- when they redid it, they had uh, Carrie Fisher as like the the house mom for the sorority. Um, I don't know, if, like if you're into like those types of '80s movies, it was actually a really good remake. Um, then I had a very, uh, unpopular choice, Guilty Pleasure, House of Wax, because it's not like the original House of Wax was that good either.
0: Well, uh, I'm, I'm gonna lie, like, that didn't hit any of my lists, because just because I never watched it. I've never watched the remake, so.
1: It, dude, at the end it gets so dumb. I I don't even want to ruin it for you, but, it, yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, 13 Ghosts, uh, actually, 13 Ghosts was on the precipice, I didn't get it in, but I really was a big fan of it, much better than the original, the original is really cheesy. i
0: I've, and see, for that one, I've never seen the original, so,
1: yeah, um, but
0: I do like 13 Ghosts, it is a guilty pleasure, kind of.
1: It, it, Yeah. That's kind of like what this whole tier is for me. Um, Except for Let Me In. Let Me In was a legitimately good film. Um, I just don't remember enough to offer much commentary about it. So, once again, I'm kind of just scooting on by. Um, And the final one in this tier is The Blob. And I loved the original The Blob, but Mm -hmm. they turned it into a horror film in the 80s. Yeah. You know, so... um, That's that. So my top five. We already know my top three because they're the exact same as you. (laughs) Um, And that's why I didn't feel too bad about going into my other stuff. Um, So number five I had was Maniac with uh, Elijah Wood.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: I have not seen the original Maniac, so I can't compare and contrast, and that's a big regret of mine. But I really, up to that point, I had never seen Elijah Wood do horror, so... It just worked for me. I, I I liked how you didn't see him; you just saw like reflections. His performance was quite good, I, I thought. All, overall, I, I just felt entertained.
0: Yeah, I I really think he's he's talented in that. I mean, I I have never seen Maniac, either, either one, uh, but I know people. It's on a list of like a lot of good remakes. Um uh, but just look how creepy he was as fucking Kevin in um, uh. Sin City, without even yeah. saying a word. I mean,
1: yeah, I would agree with that. Sin City, that's a good one. Um, yeah, Ed, I don't really have much else to add. Uh, my number four, I don't know. How, it, I don't want to say it's controversial because probably the original is arguably better than the remake, but I still love both for their own reasons. House on Haunted Hill.
0: Yeah, that's another guilty pleasure one for me.
1: Absolutely. It's the best thing I've ever seen Chris Catan do, aside from possibly Night at the Roxbury and those... That movie's just stupid as shit, but I can't help it. Um, and House on Haunted Hill, man, they they did a lot of cool things before it was trendy to do those cool things. Um, and even though it was, like, kind of stupid and silly, like, what was it? Jeffrey Combs. Um, I can't think of the main girl that was also in, like, X Men. What's her name?
0: House on Haunted Hill.
1: Yeah. Um, Famkey Jansen. Yeah. And, uh,. Was it Mackay Pfeiffer maybe? I don't remember. Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs, god yep. damn it. Uh either way, like it was just fun. I I loved the opening, like, with, with the elevator stunt. A- everything about it was just kind of a fun movie. And if you've seen the f- a newer one and haven't seen the original, it's probably free on like every kind of free streaming thing, and I highly recommend it. It still like holds up fairly well today.
0: Yeah. It's. I love that last the line at the end too. I'm a, I'm not
1: even I'm adopted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I I mean I always like to tell the story that the original House on Haunted Hill both made Eric and I jump like little bitches when we first saw it. There's that one scene. Mm-hmm. So fond memory. Um. And that's it. That's my. See, I kept it short. I kept it reasonable.
0: I'm. So proud of you right now, it's not even funny.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: Alright, um... So your actual list is done. Let's get into the uh, the bottom fives. I have a feeling our number one is going to match up, but I'm not sure where the rest of it's going to uh, to go around. Alright, so starting at the top five worst horror movie remakes, I have The Wolfman, the Benicio Del Toro one. And it's not that it's a bad, badly made movie. Like the cinematography is excellent. The special effects are actually pretty good. I just think it's a bad movie. Like the the plot doesn't make sense. Um, and I was hoping for more because I really enjoy werewolf movies and I don't see a lot of good ones come out nowhere near the same level of like vampire movies or zombie movies or ghost movies that we kind of get. Um, I don't know if you have anything to add to that one or not.
1: It, that was definitely, it's, it's on my list. It's not like in my top five, but it was on my list for pretty much all the reasons that it was just hugely disappointing given hopkins and, and oh
0: yeah del and, and del toro i mean um, who was the who's the sister was it emily blunt i mean who whoever like the yeah. cast was the cast was great yeah. and it was just man. disappointing man yeah.
1: just so dis fucking pointing and, and you know, I had never seen the original Wolfman, so you know, years later, I I went and I watched all the Universal, well, mm-hmm. most of them, and that was such a superior movie to this one, which you know had better talent, better everything, and it just wasn't as good.
0: I honestly think, and this could just be because I'm a dad now, but I think it's a situation where a child has to kill their their parent is much less emotionally resonating than a situation where a parent has to kill their child. I I just...
1: So, the ending to The Mist?
0: Oh, you dude. Yeah. If we were... Yeah. And not to mention, just because of... Like, the book, it just ends, and it's... Well, the story. It just ends, and it's all up in the air, but they, like, were definitive with that movie ending, and then, you know, like... The the ending ending after what happens in that car makes that like possibly one of the blackest movies i have ever seen in my entire life
1: not many bigger gut punches than
0: that do uh, yeah um okay so my number 4 for me and i it's really easy because i can make a comparison to something that just came out recently i hated I love the soundtrack, but I hated Hollow Man as a remake of The Invisible Man. I fucking can't stand that movie.
1: Have you seen the new Invisible Man by
0: any chance? Yeah, I have. And that was... I I was kind of torn. I'll, and I'll get into that in a second. When I, but like, I love Kevin Bacon... I like Elizabeth Shue. I like Josh Brolin. I, yeah, I like a lot of the people who were in it. And like I said, I love the soundtrack. Like um, that power struggle by Suna, That scene where he's driving around, but like it's a great fucking heavy metal song. But I again, it's another one where like the trailers led you to expect it was going to be good, and instead of taking like any of the psychological aspects of the horror of somebody being invisible and just being able to act out all their impulses. They basically just turned it into a creature feature. Like, I don't know how the the treatment that allows him to turn invisible gives him super strength, allows him to completely shrug off flame and just regenerate as he's walking down a hallway, but hey, whatever. And it was just, it was one of those ones where something that could have been good turned into like a creature feature when it should have been in my opinion much more of a psychological horror piece Uh, so the newest version I think did a good job with the psychological aspect like I think for me at least it went a little heavy into the the feminist aspects of it but You know, take that out of the picture, and I think they did a good job of uh, playing into what it would be like if somebody invisible was actually stalking you. You know, and the guy, even though he's invisible, he's not like a superhuman. Like he gets the uh, over on a cop in it and like shoots or security guard and he shoots him, but it's not like he's, you know, throwing people through the air, lifting a dude up after he impales him through the fucking stomach with a pipe. You know surviving being set on fire and just walking around like nothing's happening. I don't know. I mean, like, Hollow Man had some cool special effects, like the pool scene where he's swirling around in the water, the scene where he's molesting that chick's boob while she's asleep. I'm not gonna lie. That was pretty hot from, like, a pervy, you know, rapey kind of uh, direction. But overall, like, I just... I'm not a really big fan of that man. It's, like, one of the turds I think in like Kevin Bacon's career
1: so this is the point in time where I will admit that I've never seen the original I've never se- the original Invisible Man I've never seen Hollow Man nor have I seen the newest Invisible Man but I will offer this I did see the film 100 Feet mm. which is clearly a take off of it and Famke Jansen was great and nobody really has ever heard of this film and I highly recommend it
0: I uh, Yeah, I've never heard of it, so... I will have to take a look at it. I don't... I don't know. It was like... Hollow Man is just one of those ones that... You can feel like the commercial aspect of it.
1: Like, did, did Kevin Bacon really need... Like... Alright, so I just actually recently bought Hollow Man, probably within the past month, month and a half, on Vudu. And I haven't watched yet, but... I guess my question always has been like Did Kevin Bacon really add anything Given his character Does he add much of anything
0: No I mean it's I think it would be worse If they had a shitty actor In the role Cause you know he can do smarmy You know he can do smug I mean think of like the river runs through it Think of like Vic from um, uh, What was it Whitewater Summer
1: Okay yeah I know. I know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah. So I mean, he can be an asshole. Right. But. But, like. It. It's not his fault. It's the script. It's the fucking script is what killed that movie. Fair enough. All right. Um. To go into my number three, and this will probably be contentious, but not necessary from you. But I am legend. Like.
1: I can ah. feel the contention. <laughs>
0: The the they didn't understand what the fucking point of the story was, and they completely fucked it up in every single way with what they made. And you know the, pro- the 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 sad thing is, if they had just changed the name, it wouldn't have been a bad fucking movie. It would have been, I think, just an average movie, but it wouldn't have been bad. But, like. Every decision they made about this movie just shows that they didn't understand where it came from what its etymology was so in the book, instead of being the last person alive in New York City uh, surviving and like looking for a cure for this shit going with mutants or whatever you hell you want to call them. He's, I I want to say, I think he's in Germany somewhere, but the things are vampires and they, uh, and he's, he's the only human left. So I mean, like he's their food. It's not like whatever the whole reason that the mutants hated him for whatever. Um, So he goes around killing them during the day. You know, and they try to get him at night, and he's hold shacked up, and you know, like forded up, and everything. Um, and then he's he's not a a uh, scientist. He's not a doctor. He's not the one who comes up with the cure. Uh, but somehow, you know, they they meet up with some other humans over the course of it, and somehow they get cured. And now they put him on trial because he's been basically murdering. You know, like the rest of humanity. In order to survive By himself Oh that's an interesting take So and then, then you see What they did with I Am Legend And you're like just like What the fuck Like I don't I don't understand the decisions Like they made in this movie Like if you go back to Charlton Heston's The Omega Man Which was <sighs> a remake of that I mean you can see that they, they deviate At the yeah. end they, they kill him you know, and and the other people survive, but it's way closer to the intent of what the story was than than like just completely changing the story. When you change it that much, I don't understand why you you keep the same name. That's
1: fair enough. I I didn't like Omega Man. I it was actually one of the first DVDs I bought. I was like, oh, it's on sale. Like it has Heston. <laughs> what what can go wrong? And I was just like, oh well. I mean, it was like. It was humorous at, at times, you know, like ridiculous yeah. in ways, but it uh, wasn't my jam. I want to say I watched it the
0: first time when I was like four or five, and it scared the shit out of me as a little kid.
1: That makes sense. I, honestly, like I could see where that would freak me out as a child. Yeah. was in my 20s when I first saw it. Um, regarding I Am Legend, it just felt like this vehicle for Will Smith to be Will Smith. It was... A film to make everybody cry with the dog scene, mm-hmm. and then they also had Bob Marley's Three Little Birds" song. That's all I really can remember from the film. I I, I still liked it, but once again, I don't have the attachment to the book. Uh, you know that that's where you and I almost always
0: I, 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 like. I, it's it's a good story. It's not a great story. But. Yeah. But like that's what I don't get. Like if you're going to make something based on a property that already exists, why are you going to change every single fucking detail about it?
1: Uh, you got me. Yeah. I will say this. I actually own the. Well, I own the book on Kindle, so mm-hmm. I actually do have intentions of actually reading it someday. All right.
0: To go on to my number two, uh, I don't really. Need to believe it, It's poltergeist, and like I love Sam Rockwell. And I was just super disappointed. Again, it's it's like a script thing. You know, the actors are doing the best that they can with what they have, which isn't much. And it's another one where it just feels like this is an attempt to cash in on using a famous name. I don't, know. I don't know if you
1: I, I have strong feelings
0: I one way or the other about it, but...
1: Here's the thing. I I own it. I have not seen it because every negative review kind of is, like, pro-Sam Rockwell, but very anti-everything else about it. And, you know, when I bought it, I was like, well, it's Sam Rockwell. How, how the fuck can it be bad? Like, Plus, I like the original Poltergeist. But everything I've read has just turned me away from it so much that I haven't I think I gave it like 10 minutes. I was like I don't think I'm going to like this and that's where I left it to be perfectly honest. It's
0: it's not even that it's like bad. It's just you take a really good and innovative horror movie, you know, especially with like one that's got such an iconic line that's been repeated, you know, even up to fucking 2021 and fucking other media and then you just kind of make a mediocre version out of it and you take like a one of the best actors i think working in the business right now and you like give him a script that makes him turn in just like an average performance i don't uh, it, it, it's another one where like my my expectations were really high and they just got shed all over. That's
1: really unfortunate, because Sam Rockwell is fucking awesome, and he was also in Seven Psychopaths, and I'm getting my se- second Seven Psychopaths reference in today. Feeling good.
0: All right, and my my number one for the worst remake in the history of horror movies has to go to The Wicker Man.
1: No, nobody listening is, is at all surprised. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, I
0: don't, I I don't get it. I don't, <laughs> I don't get how you take what was done in the original and then just like do what they did. I guess at least if the one good thing that we can say out of it is, holy shit, we got Nicolas Cage's performance in it.
1: And well, I can't even think of the lady's name that, Ellen Burstyn, right? Mm-hmm. She's talented Like, There was talent in that movie And yet it was about Bees Fuck man Yeah Just fuck
0: I I will never watch that Again I mean that's That's just where I sit on that shit I will never watch it again
1: it, you know, I, I think I agree with you. I don't know if I could watch that again. I can watch damn near any Nicolas Cage film. Just for him being who he is. But it just didn't make sense. How, how I, No. I feel like a rant coming on as to how they took something so awesome. Such a really awesome idea. And, like, they had all the cool, like, singing. And, like, it just felt perfect in the original Wicker Man. And they... Just said, well, we'll take the ending and we'll rewrite everything else and just make nothing work. Okay. But we got Nick Cage. Yeah. Yeah. Just hand over your money. Go fuck yourselves.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure it's gone down as the worst remake, not just in horror movies, but like ever.
1: You're probably not wrong but i will offer a couple thoughts in my lists
0: well graciously please start with your honorable mentions because i know there's got to be a couple
1: oh there is more than a couple because there's way more bad remakes than good remakes so honorable mentions included like a lot of like 70s movies that got remade within the past decade or so uh, which, you know, is part of our list. You know, Amdeville Horror just
0: That was yeah, that was close for me. That was actually when I took off because I remembered how much I hated Hollow Man.
1: Yeah. Um a two I put together was Last House on the Left and I Spit on Your Grave. Neither one lived up to what the original was for whatever it's worth. They just didn't have the same vibe. You those two movies belong in the seventies and to remake them you're destined to fail. I I I feel. Yeah. Uh, um. Uh, the haunting with fucking Liam Neeson and Catherine Zeta-Jones and Ugh. Owen Wilson.
0: Yeah, I, I hate that for movie. I
1: fucking saw that in the theater. That's that's what I angers did me most. <laughs> yes. Um, I did not like either remake of Carrie. I I know a lot of people forget that there was like a 2002 one with uh was it and Angela Bettis I want to say is Carrie, and mm-hmm. then. The more recent Chloe, Chris Morris. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't. N- neither of those two captured, you know, it right from the beginning. The cool thing about the original carry is right from the beginning, the first ten minutes, it hooks you, and neither remake ever hooked you. So, fuck them. Um, I had the Wolf Man. I have The Omen, because I hated the remake of fucking Omen. Yeah. Um, No, fuck that. Um, The Fog? I mean, I don't even really care much for the original Fog, but whatever the fuck they did with this remake was just unwatchable to me. Like, it just... No, at at least the original had Adrian Barbeau and... I don't know, I feel like somebody else made D Wallace or something like that. Like, it had a good cast, at least.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's not like a great movie. Jamie Lee Curtis.
1: Yes, there you go. It Jeez.
0: was just, it was a, it was a, it's a John Carpenter, but even John Carpenter phoning in is better than a lot of like cynical cash grabs.
1: It just didn't feel yeah. like a film that ever rec- like nobody sat there and was like you know what I want I want a remake of the Fog. Nobody was sitting there thinking that, except for whoever <laughs> made it. Like yeah, I, I just like, don't. We have the rights. Yeah, exactly, it was like, we have the rights Alright um, I had You know, I was surprised you didn't have this Because it's on a lot of lists It didn't crack my top But um, there's still a lot of disdain For Psycho I, I'm not going to pile on It is what it is I was, I was torn, but
0: there's things to like About it
1: Oh, yeah, William H. Macy
0: Yeah, I mean, I like I like Vince Vaughn I, uh, sure. You know, even he went through a period of time where he was just kind of phoning it in, doing the same, playing Vince Vaughn. But you know, seeing him over the last couple of years, like reinvent himself between like um, brawl, Cell Block 99, Dragged Across Concrete, uh, Heartbreak Ridge. Uh, I haven't seen Freaky, but I've heard a lot of good things about that. I mean, he looks funny in it. So
1: yeah, I I saw Psycho in the theater and. I had never seen the original, so I didn't have anything based off of. So I walked out. I was like, "Yeah, I was entertained." Then I saw the original. I was like, "Okay, uh, I, I get the criticism because it was just a simple shot-for-shot. Shot. It wasn't that it was bad. It just, I don't know what people wanted. Like, did you really want a different take on Psycho? I, I don't know. But if you're just going to do a shot-for-shot, shot, what's the point? I, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so." Um, and the last one I have for honorable mention would be uh, the Americanized version of the Eye. Mm-hmm. I really liked the Japanese version. Um, didn't care so much. I I don't even remember who it was. It was I I don't even remember who it was that was in the American version, but I think it was the same girl that was in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But I could be wrong. So. Those are honorable mentions. Now, okay, I did do seven here instead of five. So, um, first one, Martyrs. Okay. I, like, I, a, I know most people listening to, to this hasn't seen the original Martyrs, and a lot of them don't even know that the Americanized version of Martyrs exists, and I had forgotten that it existed, and I put it put it on thinking I was watching the original I'm like why does this feel so shitty and then it finally like occurred to me I'm like oh my god this movie is complete ass yeah Um, should not have been remade you can't go that extreme in in America like it's really tough to to make that extreme of a film in the US Um, and they did not pull it off at all it was fucking Trapstein I've
0: I've never seen the Americanized version so
1: uh, th- this is the epitome of the quote good don't so there's that now my next one is something i can only talk confidently about one version of a remake and that is black christmas because i only saw the first remake i did not see the newest remake which has been oh universally shat yeah uh, like i'm terrified to watch it i do want to see Carrie Alwas but everything that i've read just screams like fucking girl power like to some insane degree that makes me say i'm not that interested because the best part about Black Christmas to me the original was um i don't know if she's the house mom or not but you know she was always drinking she was having a good time i love that character mm-hmm. and eh, they didn't do her well in, in the remake in 2000 whatever so it had to be on my list. Yeah. So. All right. As for actual top 5, number 5, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Okay. I just I loved the 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 first uh his first one um which it's not on my remake list, it's on my reboot list, so that's why I didn't get mentioned before. Um it just was shitty. It like I've watched it three or four times now and I get what he was trying to do. It's still shitty. There's nothing Mm -hmm. that can unfuck it. It was just shitty. It was an attempt and that actually really started his slide. That was his as far as I'm concerned that was his first bad movie that he made and he hasn't really the only one he's done since then that I felt was a little bit redeemable was Three from Hell. And that's questionable. There's a lot of people that hate that movie.
0: But yeah, I don't I don't know where I stand on him. Like, I hated House of a Thousand Corpses, but I really liked uh, Devil's Rejects a lot. And his his stuff I don't know. It's like he sa- said um, he's he's done some good stuff. He's done a lot of bad stuff. One of my buddies was like, I think he just does a lot of shit in order to see his wife have sex on screen. So.
1: Yeah, it's really weird, and I'm not looking forward to the Munsters. I, I know he's a huge fan and all this stuff, but I don't know. I don't... I mean, wh- he's not going to be able to do his trademark, uh, I don't know, white trash take on yeah. it. So, I, I I don't know. I'm not really looking forward to it. So, Anyways, number four. Nightmare on Elm Street. It's nobody's fault. It's just you can't replace Robert England. And yeah. you know, I actually if you look at the cast, it's not a bad cast. I'll tell you
0: what, I feel really bad for Jackie Earl Haley and that.
1: That 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 killed his career. He was just starting to get make a comeback, I felt. And just like that I haven't really heard him talked about since Nightmare on Elm Street all that much. And that that's a shame because he's a good actor. It's just that's a role you just I don't I don't know I don't think you can replicate. So uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. Saw that in the theater. It actually wasn't the worst movie. It, it really wasn't. It just it, if we're just strictly talking about quality of remake, it just wasn't there. So yeah. All right, number three is the I think it was 2013 Evil Dead. <sighs> Fuck that movie. I hate that movie. I,
0: I saw so many people putting it at like the top of best remakes and I was like
1: <laughs> Thank you for agreeing. I, when you were doing the deep breath I'm like shit. is Chris going to get into an argument with me cuz I will throw down. <laughs> <it out." laughs> no, 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 no <laughs> argument. It it just wasn't I'm sorry you don't replace it was I have said this on the podcast but really it's like the only horror freaking franchise that actually had a male protagonist and you just ripped that away just have some basic bitch take his place and do typical horror stuff like you took everything that made Evil Dead unique and kind of just said eh fuck it we'll just throw Bruce Campbell at the end for fucking five seconds yeah fuck that that movie pisses me off to no end. If
0: you want to make a disgusting like tumultuous movie about demonic possession you don't need to it's like I Am Legend you don't need to take the premise and the name from something that came before and then change everything that was good about it
1: i i it, it, that's a fine example it really is it God damn it that movie pisses me off. and you know I even gave that movie a second chance because I did the blog about it, so I had to watch it a second time to you know it's fucking miserable the whole time it it really was one of the few i want to say few movies, but I mean based on percentage of movies that I watch, there's only like you know less than five percent that I'm truly miserable during that was one of them. So
0: one of my other buddies, he's like, you know, the only good thing about that was that they came up with a reason for like why nobody would leave and why they were there in the, in the, but outside of that. Yeah, no, it's a shitty fucking movie.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, we already know my number one, which is your number one, uh, which was Wicker Man. So the last original one that I have is my number two, and I know you haven't watched it, and you, you know I, I have to bitch about this, is the fucking remake of The Stand, which I don't know if it's a film, it's more a miniseries, but whatever the fuck, CBS, wh- whoever fucked it up.
0: It got that bad, huh?
1: Dude, you, you know how much I, I love The Stand. You know how much I love the story yeah. to the point that I actually I, read one I what, do, yes. the longest fucking books ever written. So... Like, it's one of the few times I can sit here and be like, I read the book and I know this stuff, so, you know, I can be fucking knowledgeable. And just the storytelling, the acting, the. whatever the fuck they did, they just took. I mean, the 94 or 93 miniseries was not remotely close to perfect, but they just. they tried and a lot of it worked, aside from Molly Ringwald singing. But whatever the fuck they did in this one, no. Just no, no, no. And if anybody's listening to this and they're like, well, I still kind of want to see it, don't. Just just don't.
0: See, I find that funny because the last time we talked about it, you were like, "Uh," so obviously it didn't end in a good spot.
1: <laughs> Dude, it's it's the more I've thought about it, it's like they took some really good actors... And I'm not going to say like all the performances were bad. Hell, even James Marsden wasn't horrible, and I hate James Marsden, but he was replacing Gary Sinise. That was a downgrade. There were some certain characters, though, that were upgrades. Like, uh, the guy who played Larry, I, I don't know, they changed him from a white dude to a black dude, but he was a great... Uh, he was great, actually. Um, mm-hmm. The guy that they replaced for Tom Cullen, they went from Dauber... Uh, to the guy who played Piscatella in fucking Orange's New Black. Cool. Like, that worked on some level. It really did. There were some things that worked. But when you can't get Randall fucking Flag right, that's a big fucking issue. That's all. What'd they do to fuck him up? He didn't look right. He didn't really act. By the time that he got to, like, get to more mean, it. Mm-hmm. Too late. Like, when you saw Jamie Sheridan do it, I mean, who's not even like a really well known actor other than being in Law and Order, but like they did him right. They they wrote him right so you got that good vibe from him immediately. Uh whoever Alexander Skarsgard or something like that mm-hmm. uh, he just he was not the right choice. The right choice has and always will be Matthew McConaughey for this particular generation. Without McConaughey...
0: Well, I mean, he played him in fucking The Dark Tower, so...
1: Yeah. I still haven't watched that because...
0: I mean, I haven't either, because I like the fucking books <laughs> and I don't want it to be ruined, but... Uh, yeah, exactly. But, I mean, you know, so, like, they cast him as the same character.
1: They did. they did just
0: not in the same, you know, show.
1: Right. I, like, had they been willing to do the whole Dark Tower thing, right, which... I don't know. You've read it. I haven't. But from my understanding, it seems like that'd be a very difficult test to put that on film. Um,
0: it it would it would be just part of the reason is because it connects with like so much, you know, like The Shining, you know, like Insomnia, like stuff that it's The Stand. You know, I mean,
1: I have The Dragon too, right? I
0: have yeah. All of that shit. Almost everything he wrote up to that point in right. some way connects to the Dark Tower.
1: I will present you with with one parting thought, since you just mentioned The Shining, and we're talking about The Stand. Somebody theorized that Mother Abigail and possibly Randall Flagg both had The Shining. At least Mother Abigail, because it kind of made sense. I was like, okay, because you know, she was in Colorado, The Shining was in Colorado. I could kind of buy into that theory a little bit.
0: Well, I mean... If you if you go by the shining being basically just like psychic abilities, you know uh potential, whatever you want to call it, then yes, Mother Abigail will definitely have it, but uh Randall Flag isn't human, so I don't know if he can really have the shining.
1: Yeah, I don't really necessarily know the rules for for I I, I Yeah, I mean I don't I don't know if he ever actually came out
0: with rules for it. I mean, you know, that's literally just what Dick Halloran called it, which is why um, uh, Danny called it that. You know, so Right, yeah. So,
1: that's, that's my list. Once again, I try to keep it brief.
0: That was probably the quickest we've ever done one of these lists. Yeah. Well, alright guys, we're going to take a quick break here. If you're hanging around and binging this whole episode in order, you'll won't notice anything but uh if not come back and we'll be talking about uh five remakes that we would like to see get made uh
1: so we'll see you back here in just a bit